Hello and welcome to the Alex Escobar Show. I am your host, Alex Escobar, and today we have Kevin Sweeney. Hey, can you smell it in the air? The mowed grass, yes. you know that smell. Two a days yes. in football camp and icy hot. Yes, oh man, I love it. that smell. Yes, you. Yes, when football time comes around, the fresh cut grass smell is nothing like it. Yeah. It does remind me of my two a days back back <laughs> when I played uh, football at during the in school time. Uh, but yes, training camp kicked off this week, right? Yep. Training camp uh, kicked off this week. So I did see some videos of the Cowboys mm. uh, training camp. Uh, some people have already gotten hurt yeah. at training camp, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. With a big name this week that uh, got hurt uh, was the quarterback from Cincy, Cincinnati. Oh, no. Yeah, Burroughs. I don't know how serious it is, uh, but he got injured, I think, yesterday or hurt yesterday. Uh, one of the Cowboys' safeties was hurt yesterday. Yeah, with that pulled calf muscle. Uh, Wilson, like yeah, yeah. So he's gonna about be out for six weeks. Yeah, he's gonna be out for probably the rest of training camp and preseason. Uh, so that's the that's the thing is like some people say you can't win the Super Bowl uh, in August, but you can surely lose it, <laughs> yeah. right? And that's and that's one reason that I'd like to do our fantasy football draft late. Yes, because you never know when your players are getting injured. You that's, know, amen. You never know. Uh, it, it has happened in training camp or preseason, and then you drafted a quarterback or running back wide receiver in the first round, and he gets hurt, and now you are in trouble yeah. because you don't have that player. Um, so, yes, so we are getting closer and closer, like I said, training camp. And you have some news for us, right? Some signings? Yes, so the big news. Uh, great week to be a Cowboy fan. Uh, the Cowboys did sign Trayvon Dig hey. Diggs this week. Yes. Five years, 97th million dollar contract oh my gosh yes Woo. five years well good for him very good for him um i do love i love Diggs. he's probably my second most favorite player on the dallas defense of course michael parsons is my number one yeah. I've, I've always had a thing for linebackers uh and then trayvon Diggs is number two um Last season, I think he only had three or four interceptions because people are not throwing to him anymore because what does he do? He takes the ball. Yeah, he takes the ball, and he's going to go home with it. Yeah. Uh, so the year before, he had a record-breaking uh, season, right? He had over 10 interceptions, which is unheard of. I think the last person to do that was Everson Walls. Ooh. You know, uh, so uh, 10 interceptions is unheard of, and he, he did that two years ago. I think it's a great move, young player. He is a playmaker on defense. Uh, we had to we had to sign him, right? We had to sign him as one of our uh, best defensive players. Uh, so now we got Micah Parsons we need to sign. Right. And we also have CeeDee Lamb that okay. we need to sign as well. Did we sign? Was it Martin, offensive tackle? Now, Martin is still not showed up to uh, training camp as well, right? That is a big topic um, that he wants more money. Um, he wants more money. And I, yet we got that salary cap issue. Yes, the salary cap. And, and like I said, we can't pay everybody. It's uh, But we got to pay that man. Uh, yes, that's, got our, to pay. that's our best offensive lineman. He's been our best offensive lineman. He is there every game. Um, so that's another person that we need to get in to training camp and get him on the field. So we got to make him happy. So, Jerry, get that negotiating yep. over. Come on, let's yep. get this done. Yeah, so, like I think of that old classic movie, uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, show me the money. Show <laughs> me the money, right? Uh, you got you to gotta show him the money. Yeah. You got to show him the money. Great player. Uh, he is a future Hall of Famer. Uh, great. Nothing, nothing great. says love like a bunch of binges. Yes, right? yes. Get it, get it done. <laughs> but like I said, we got Tray Trayvon Diggs done. So, I mean, I thought there was going to be a lot more 
battling going on between him and his agent and the Cowboys, but they did it quickly, smoothly. Okay. He's under contract, so uh, he stays in Dallas for another five years. Excellent. Well, we still have some younger players that we still got to get signed. Like I said, Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb. We got to have them. Yeah, we got to have both of them. Absolutely. We, uh, so we'll see uh, when that happens because both of them are coming up pretty soon. The end of their contract. But today we are talking about the AFC East. Yes. The AFC East. We're talking about the all-time AFC East team. So we are talking about the New England Patriots. A team probably other than Dallas, probably the second most hated team in the NFL. I sure hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of people that hate uh, the Patriots. Uh, for of course, they were winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Uh, so we'll talk about the Patriots. We are also going to be talking about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we will definitely talk about the legendary 72 Dolphins, right? Where yeah, they go yeah. undefeated, the only undefeated team ever in the NFL. We're also going to be talking about the New York football Jets. Mm -hmm. uh, like we talked about last week, they are on the new season of Hard Knocks on HBO. So you can see behind the scenes. Um, today, they are supposed to have Dalvin Cook visiting. Ugh. So we'll see if he gets signed, right? Uh, the running backs have not been signed. Uh, Saquon Barkley did sign his contract. Uh, so he said no to $10 million franchise tag and said yes to $11 million. <laughs> but it, like, once again, it shows you running backs are not getting the big old contracts. They're not getting the big old contracts. And and I, I understand Saquon a little bit because he does have a history of being injured, right? Mm -hmm. He's, he's Last year was his first season, I think in about three years, that he had not gotten hurt. So he needs to make money while he can. Yes, definitely. Uh, and we're talking about the last team, uh, Buffalo Bills, right? right? The Buffalo Bills have had a lot of good players on their roster, on their team. You think about one of the few teams to make it, the only team to make it four times to the Super Bowl <sighs> in a row. Yes. Yes. That so they went, they went 90, 91, 92, and 93 to the Super Bowl. And they lost all four of them, uh, one to Washington, one to New York, and two to the Cowboys. Oh. And they have not made it back. Right? I bet they hate the Cowboys. Yeah, yes, I'm sure they hate us. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure they hate us. Uh, but this division has nine rings, right? They are tied with the AFC West with nine rings. Uh, Tom Brady, Belichick have six rings. <laughs> six rings, guys. And uh, the the... Patriots uh, had gone to two Super Bowls before Tom Brady and before Belichick. They went against the 85 Bears, uh, and we know what happened there. Yeah. Uh, and then in 96, they went to the Super Bowl with Bill Parcells yeah. and Bledsoe, and that is Brett Favre's first super, only Super Bowl win, right, was in that Super Bowl. So they have two losses, but they have six rings because of Tom Brady. Uh, then we have... Next, Miami has two. Mm -hmm. Miami Dolphins have two from the 70s. And, of course, one of them is the legendary 72 Dolphins. And then you have the Jets with their one Super Bowl. With Namath, yeah. With Namath guaranteeing. <laughs> yes, one of the most famous scenes where he says, I guarantee we will win. Yeah. And I can still see the highlight after the game. He's running off the field. And he's got his <laughs> finger up. Of that number one, he they were the first AFL slash AFC team to win the Super Bowl. That's right, right. And the New York to show they could play with the yeah, NFL. The yeah. New York Football Jets, uh, and I've always had a lot of respect for the Jets. I don't know what it is about the Jets. I mean, they have not been very good at times, oh. 
But there's something about the Jets. I don't know what it is. Uh, Are they like the uh, the younger brother or the black uh, sheep of the family or the stepchild? I mean, aren't they? I mean, they're from a working class kind of you know, team, right? Not the Giants. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not the Giants. I don't know. And, and it's sad they don't have their own stadium. I don't. I've never understood <laughs> how you're a football team and you're worth billions of dollars and you do not have your own stadium. Mm-hmm. I like you share your stadium with the Giants. I like, and, and it's not your stadium, it's the Giants stadium. Yeah. yeah. It's not the city of New York either. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the Giants. Yeah, yeah, the Giants. And forever they played uh, across the line, they were the, in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Uh-huh. Yeah, in New Jersey, the Meadowlands, uh, but the Jets. So we're talking about the all-time AFC East teams um, from Super Bowl One onward, right? I, I feel the modern era starts in Super Bowl One. Uh, so that's where we are at. So you have had to have played for one of these four teams to be considered part of the AFC East team. And we start looking at their numbers and try to figure out. So the easy, probably the most easiest pick from any of the divisions is AFC East quarterback. And it's it's Tom Brady, guys. And it has to be. And we can name some great, great yes, quarterbacks. Yes. Dan Marino. Josh Allen. I mean, he's yep. going to be great. Yep. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Uh, Jim Kelly. Jim with Kelly. the four Super Bowls. Yep. Four I Super mean, Bowl appearances. Uh, these are all great quarterbacks, but how do you – you can't stack anyone up in the world against them. Yes. Tom Brady, I mean, 15 Pro Bowls. <laughs> I was looking at three All-Pros, which, I, you know, three All-Pros that they said that for three years in his career, he was the best quarterback in the league. Seven Super Bowls. He won six uh, with New England and one with Tampa. Yeah. I mean, nobody comes close. I mean, you think about the next two closest quarterbacks is Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw, and they're at four. Yeah. So he is three ahead of the closest ones. And you think about today, the closest one would be Patrick Mahomes with two. Yeah. So he is five away. But he's he's young. He is young. I mean, it's conceivable. It is conceivable because you think about it. Their coach took Philadelphia – the Philadelphia Eagles to the NFC Championship four years in a row, mm-hmm. and they made one Super Bowl. I think he's already done the same thing with with the Kansas City Chiefs, but he's taking them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he he is a great coach, can get them to the Super Bowl, and of course he's already showed he can win it. He's already won it twice with Kansas City. If anybody can catch Tom Brady, yeah, it is Mahomes and Belichick. I, I think you're making that comparison. Yes, and, and he's a great coach, right? Yeah, Both yeah. of them are great coaches. The schemes that Kansas City runs, some of their running plays, I'm just like, where do they come up? I mean, because it's not just, I feel Dallas last year at times was very vanilla in the running game. You know it's coming, and you you run the ball, right? And Kansas City, their scheme, they got motions, they got counters, they got all, and you don't know what, you don't know what they're doing, yep. right? And they can do it. I, I feel that they can, if anybody can catch Tom Brady, it would be Mahomes. And like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a, Chiefs fan. I'm not a Texas Tech fan, guys. I'm just saying how great they have been in such a short period of time. You know, the other respect I do give New England is they do this. Brady, for all of his success, was never the highest paid quarterback. You know, he always, uh, of course, he made a lot in endorsements and he's getting rings. I mean, sometimes, and maybe future athletes out there, Dallas Cowboy athletes might, if they take a little less money, but we can put better people around you. And I feel that's what Trayvon Diggs, right? Uh, Five years, $97 million. I think he could have got more, but he's like, you know what? That's still a good good amount of money. And we can share the wealth to bring other players to sign or other players. Playmakers, right? Yeah. Because you can't. You, it, it's hard under the, the the salary to keep everybody under that. Right. That and that's one thing. I, I personally, as a California fan, wish they didn't have it. I wish that you know 
hey, you want to put a luxury tax like baseball, right? If you hit a certain number, you got to pay. That, I, I would fine. like that. Do right? that. Yeah, because <laughs> you know Jerry will spend. Yeah, <clears throat> but they want to keep it level. Uh, so that's where we're at. So uh, Tom Brady, like I said, uh, three MVPs, three times in his career, he was the most valuable player. Five Super Bowl MVPs, guys. He's got, he's got. More Super Bowl MVPs than some teams have ever been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, it, it's crazy. He's thrown for over eighty-nine thousand yards. Oh my word! And he's got six hundred forty-nine touchdowns. <laughs> Gosh! And, and a lot of it was when he was already in his forties, and when he went to Tampa, and he was still throwing forty touchdowns. I mean, well, he's certainly not running well. <clears throat> Uh, early in his career, I yeah. think they quarterback sneaked him a few times. Yeah, yeah. He was very good at quarterback sneaking, and I, I think, and I think uh, Philadelphia got a hold of that. But they started doing that little rugby scrum yeah, type push, thing. Right. Yeah, and now they they said you can't do that anymore. And NFL, oh, NFL put yeah said no, we're not doing rugby scrum scrums in the NFL. <laughs> so they took that out. So yeah. we'll see how Philadelphia, and we'll talk about Philadelphia later on. We we'll talk about the NFC East. Uh, so now we go to running back. Who did you pick for running back? Well, I'm going to take uh, O.J. Simpson, you know, uh, from from an earlier generation, the greatest running back, you know, before we get Walter Payton and before we get uh, uh, the current holder. But he had uh, he was the first person to break 2,000 yards in a season. That was with 14 games. That is true. 14 uh, so, games. Impressive. Uh, he, uh, he had a running style that... It didn't look like he was working that hard, but his actually, you know, the reach of his legs, almost five yards in a stride. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. He just chewed up yardage yeah. with every step. Yep. And, I, and not, of course, we could debate, <clears throat> you know, the whole trial and the right, murder right. and Nicole Simpson and that, all that. I'm just talking football. Yeah, we're talking football. I agree. <laughs> and I also went with O.J. Simpson. Mm -hmm. also went with, I, I was kind of looking at Curtis Martin. I came up with Curtis Martin, Thurman Thomas. Yeah. And O.J. Simpson and Thurman Thomas, I remember he was the best back in the NFL. He also went to uh, your school, right? Oklahoma uh, State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, he was a yep. he was a cowboy. That's yep. right. He went to Oklahoma, Barry Sanders went to Oklahoma State. They, they were both there at the same time. At the same time, yeah, because uh, he was Barry was Thurman's backup, right? And uh -huh. then Thurman went to the NFL, and then Barry yeah. unleashed. Yes, um, but Thurman Thomas was the best back in the NFL right before Barry and Emmett got to the NFL. Right. Yeah, he was the best back. Uh, but I also went O.J. Simpson, uh, six Pro Bowls, five All-Pros, one MVP. In 1973, he was named the most valuable player wow. of the NFL. And like I said, 2,000 yards in 14 games. And once again, this is not on their best teams. Right, right. And this is Buffalo in 70s, guys. This is We're not talking about the 90s Buffalo teams. No. We're talking about the 70s Buffalo teams. And you think about it, in the snow, in yeah. the cold. Yeah. Uh, and he's in L.A. Yeah, yeah, he's a USC grad, yes. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. <laughs> well, USC, and he gets drafted by the Buffalo Bills, and of course they they had the old helmets with the Buffalo just sitting there, I love that just standing helmet. there. Yeah, the uh, the older Buffalo uniform. Uh, so he's got eleven thousand yards, sixty one touchdowns. But I also went with OJ Simpson uh, over the other two. I just felt he was more dominant when he was playing than the other guys. Mm -hmm. uh, but Tom Brady, so we have a Patriot at quarterback and a Buffalo Bill at running back. Now we're going with. Wide receivers, and my first wide receiver that I went with was Andre Reed. Okay. Andre Reed, uh, Buffalo Bills, part of the 90s legendary Buffalo team. Seven Pro Bowls, Hall of Fame, 951 receptions, 13,198 yards, receiving and 87 touchdowns. 
Um, very good player for the Buffalo Bills, Andre Reid, a Hall of Famer. And longevity of career, too. 13 yes. seasons, he uh, would get over 50-plus receptions. I mean, he just continued to contribute year after year. Very good player. And I remember that 92 Super Bowl when uh, Buffalo gets hammered 52-17. to 17. Uh, Andre Reid was still getting his yards in that game. He was still getting his catches and yards. You look at his numbers, he had a great game even though the team did yeah. not have a great... Uh, still fighting, too. Yeah, I still, mean, it's easy just to go, what the yeah, heck, when you're yeah. down that bad. Uh, but Andre Reid, I got him as my number one. Who mm -hmm. did you pick for your number one? I went with Randy Moss. Um, I, I, Andrew Reid's a great, great pick. I just, Moss, uh, four All-Pros, six Pro Bowls, five-time NFL TD leader, and a Blitnikoff Award winner. Uh, but, uh, you know, both of those guys are incredible. He did play, and he was part of the undefeated Patriots team until they got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and they lost the Super Bowl. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. And he was that close. He would have got his ring. That's uh, some people I ask. i seen this on Facebook this week. Who is the greatest player not to win a Super Bowl? Oh. And some people put Dan Marino. Uh -huh. Some people put Randy Moss. Right? Uh, and he was right there. And Dan Marino, too, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Early in his career, second season, I think. Uh -huh. And he never went back. And he was a great quarterback. Yeah, he was a great That's quarterback. True. Well, Kelly, we mentioned Jim Kelly as well. Um, uh, no rank. Manning, Manning, the dad. The dad, right. Uh, Archie who Manning. played on a horrible Saints, Saints team. Was a really good quarterback. Yep. <clears throat> All right, so my number two, I'm up with Don Maynard. Uh -huh, yes. Don Maynard from, do you know where he was born at? I found this out when I was doing research. No. Crosbyton, Texas. Really? From out here? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, we are we are in West Texas and I was looking up <laughs> and Don Maynard came up and then they said he was born in Crosbyton. I was like, yeah, he's not what maybe an hour away from where we are at. Right, yeah. Um yep, so he's a Texan that played for the New York football Jets. I got him four Pro Bowls, one all pro, one Super Bowl, and he is a Hall of Famer. Uh, 633 receptions, 11,834 yards, 88 touchdowns. He had one more touchdown than eight, Andre Reid. You think about it, this is way back in the day when it was more of a running. Yeah, game. they didn't throw that yeah, much. Yeah, that's a lot of and, touchdowns. And he was on the receiving end of the Namath. Yes. So that's the 10 yes. in those days. Yeah, and I suppose with that ring, uh, that could put him up above Randy Moss. Uh, the, the ring the ring is carries a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. All right, carries a lot of weight. Heavy on the hand. Yes. And I have held a Super Bowl ring in my hand. Really? Yes. Uh, me and my brother went to Dallas one time, and uh, we walk into the Cowboys uh store they got a store inside the stadium right the pro pro shop whatever so we're walking in there's a couple of gentlemen sitting down you know and I'm, i don't think nothing of it and then my brother said hey look over there i looked a couple cowboy players uh one of them was kenneth gant uh, -huh. uh during, he played for the cowboys during the 90s he was famous because he had the shark dance oh okay yep and yeah. the other one was michael downs oh yeah cornerback for the cowboys so i started talking to him and this and that i actually got an autograph and a picture with both of them uh, and Kenneth Gant said, here, let's take a picture. Here, hold my Super Bowl ring. Oh, my so word. So I, I got to hold the Super Bowl ring. I'm taking a picture, and I have this. <laughs> talk about it big. I mean, it took up, like, all this oh my and heavy. Oh. Heavy ring. Wow. And I got so I have held a Super Bowl ring. Yes. <laughs> That's a good like, story. Yes. Uh, from <laughs> Kenneth Gant. Played for the Cowboys. What a cool dude. To, yeah, to yeah. Very, very, both of them were very cool. And I didn't know Michael Downs at that time. I had to go back and research him, and, and his name has come up a lot. I've been I've been doing a lot of research. Uh, but Kenneth Gant, I, I, I remember him because he had that shark yeah. in the 92, 93. He would, he would do that shark dance. He was a safety special teams guy for the Cowboys. But I have held 
Yeah, it does carry a lot of weight, <laughs> right? Uh, so, who did you get for your number two? Uh, well, well, we've we've covered um, Andre Reed, Randy Moss uh, would be my top two, with Maynard my third. But you've got them as your top, top two. two. Yeah. Okay, so my third, I went with Mark Duper. Oh, Mark Duper. Uh, if you remember in the uh, late '80s, Dan Marino had received two receivers, and they were called the Mark Brothers because one of them was Mark Duper, the other one was Mark Clayton. Uh, uh, Mark Duper played with uh, Dan Marino. He had three Pro Bowls, 511 receptions, 8,869 yards, and 59 touchdowns. So one of the uh, recipients of the ball from Dan Marino. They played with the Dolphins. So this is a a division with lots of really good receivers. Yes. Uh, You think about about all of them, except I would probably say the Jets, they had that little Super Bowl, but Bills have had their time when they were dominant. Of course, the Patriots had their time when they were dominant. And Buffalo, you know, in the 90s, they were the most dominant team in the AFC. And we may be seeing them. And right, we may be seeing, I mean, they're there. Um, it's, but they it's, won it two years in a row now. Yes, they? that division, yep. So it's Buffalo in the AFC right now, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City to me are the top three dogs. Yeah. In that, in, it's like the NFC, I feel it is Dallas, Philly. In San Francisco, I think it's the top three, and then everybody else is below it. Right, that's what I feel. You know, this division for so long had been just top heavy. With their, their teams were not that good, right? And New England would just romp them, and then go. Yep. But right now, I really think this could be one of the most uh, evenly set divisions. It could be, right? <coughs> uh, it, it could be because last year, Buffalo, of course, made the playoffs. The Jets, I don't think no, the Jets, they didn't. Jets did not make it. Miami. Did they make the play? I'd have to look that one up. And, of course, the thing with Miami today is can their quarterback stay healthy? Can Tua stay healthy? Because when he's out there, he is a difference maker. Of course, your quarterback gets hurt. It's totally different. Changes. uh, Well, especially on that team. Yes, on that team. Uh, So we'll see what happens with them. All right, so who do you go for tight end? Rob Gronkowski. I think we agree with this. Uh, Four Super Bowl championships, four All-Pro, five Pro Bowls, 18, 18 TDs for a tight end in one season. A lot. Man, I wish I had him on my fantasy yes, team yes. <laughs> and, and that's a number I feel like <coughs> for receiver, to me, the mark where you are great is 10 touchdowns uh, receiving. He almost doubled Yeah, it. if you can get 10 touchdowns in a season, to me, that's a great year for a wide receiver. He had 18 as a tight end. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And he was a big old tight end, power uh, he grabbed the ball. He's trying his best to score. He could block as well. He could block so as when well. When he was in the game, it wasn't like, oh, they're going to pass. I mean, you couldn't tell. And he and Brady had a connection that yep. they both saw the same read at the same time so often. 621 receptions, 9,286 <clears throat> yards, and 92 touchdowns. <laughs> and the thing about him, guys, injury slowed him down at the end. Yeah. Right? He kept getting injured. You remember? I remember at the end, he had this big old brace on his arm. Uh, he just could not. I mean, I think he was so physical that his body could not handle it. And he just couldn't. He didn't have the longevity that Tony Gonzalez had or somebody like that. But when he was on the field and he was healthy, you did not want to be that safety uh, that had to tackle him. Uh, who, who was their tight end who was arrested? The other tight end, and somebody was talking about that, uh, Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez, that's right. He was a good he tight end. He was a good tight end before all his scandals came into I mean it, it, I remember watching that during COVID we're trying to find stuff to watch and they had this story on Netflix uh-huh. and you're just like oh yeah I mean all this stuff that was going on and, and you don't see it but he was on the field playing and, and it was that's a very 
crazy and sad story what happened to, to that to that kid. Uh, and then actually his family was in the news because I think his his brother got arrested this week or last week or something like that. So not not yeah not uh, not not smart moves off the field. Right. Right. You have to be able to do smart on and off the field. All right. So we'll go with the offensive line. Offensive line. <coughs> Left tackle, uh, some of these were harder to find than others. Uh, for my left tackle, I went with Will Wilford yeah. from the Buffalo Bills. Me too. Le- left tackle, three Pro Bowls, and of course, he is the left tackle of the dominant Bills during the 90s. Right. So I, I would say four, three Super Bowl, four Super Bowl appearances. I would go with him as my left. If you can get to the Super Bowl four times at left tackle, uh, you're a good, you're, you're a good, good left tackle. Right. That's right. for sure. Right. So yeah, I'm, I did too. That's fine. Him. And for my second, uh, if you want, are we going to do the other tackle? Right, tackle we can go. Yeah. Um, I went with Winston Hill from the New York Jets. Okay. Eight Pro Bowls for AFL All Star. So Ooh. he's back, back older, uh, right? in in the Namath when they were AFL, and then through that Super Bowl and that era. Hmm. And I think I got this wrong. Howard Little. That doesn't sound right. Um, I have him too, or Larry Little. Little yeah, from I think Miami. I, I think I went with Larry Little, and I don't know why I put Howard. Yeah, Larry Little from Miami. Did you get his stats? Uh, six All-Pros, five Pro Bowls, three Super Bowls. And he is at what? Uh, well, he he played all over the place. So he played center for a couple of – he's played offensive guard. He's played offensive tackle. I mean, they moved him around. All over Pretty the versatile. And they're part of the 70s Dolphins. Yeah. 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 So I, I would put him at right tackle. Left guard, I remember growing up, and some of these names you hear all the time. <laughs> and when you're great, like I said, your name just – Follows you along, and I went with John Hanna uh-huh. uh, from the New England Patriots. He retired in '85, so he's part of the older Patriots team. This this is when they were not good, right? Okay, nine Pro Bowls, seven All Pros, and he is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, John Hanna, one of the great New England Patriots. This is pre Belichick, pre. Uh, Brady and and he is on two All Decade teams. One of the few people on the seventies All Decade and the eighties All Decade team. So that. his longevity is pretty amazing. I have him as well. Left guard. Uh, Who do you get for center? Uh, I went with Dwight Dwight Stevenson from Miami. Uh, five Pro Bowls, three Super Bowls, one All Pro. Just part of that offensive line uh, that they used, uh, I think, with Greasy. Yep. So I went with, I went with the same one, Dwight Stevenson on the Hall of Fame. Like you said, the priest got Pro Bowls, All Pros. Miami, uh, Hall of Fame, right? Hall yep. of Fame. Hall uh, of so uh, you can't go wrong if you are in the Hall of Fame. I definitely be. You can come on the All AFC East team. Who'd you get for? And I was kind of going back and forth between Dwight Stevenson and Kevin Mawai. Oh yeah, from the Jets. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He actually has eight Pro Bowls, three All Pros, and is in the Hall of Fame. Was he? Did, so I put him down for uh, Seattle because he later goes I think to he Seattle. Was on both right. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's where. Anyway, I saw him, and, and yeah. yeah, he of course he's a great player because I I mentioned him when we talked about them. So for this one, uh, uh, it was tough, but I went with Jim Langer from Miami, four All Pro, six Pro Bowls. He's part of that. They kept that offensive line yes, together. Yes, you know? and you think, but they had a good running game too, right? Because yes. they had Zonka and Kick. Yep, yep. So yep. they ran the ball a lot too. A lot. Yes. Uh, so you, if you're going to run the ball, you got to have those big men up front to open up those holes. Uh, right guard, that was your right guard? Yeah, we uh, we did. We said Hanno was left guard. Yeah, and so that would be. So I came up with this guy, and there's no way I can say his last name. Joe Delamalure. Yes, yeah, yes. Buffalo, right? Buffalo in the '70s. <laughs> so he's blocking for OJ. Yeah, a six Pro Bowls, three All Pros, and a Hall of Fame. Yeah, and he was fast. Yeah, yeah they ran tons of sweeps, and they yes, people. I, yes, uh, he he would. 
I remember OJ getting that corner. Can you imagine a cornerback staring this guy coming at yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going out of bounds, yeah. personally. Right. So now we're at defense. Yes. And I started out with my defensive end at with Bruce Smith. Yes. Bruce Smith, great, great player for the Buffalo Bills. Respect. Uh, 11 Pro Bowls, 8 All-Pros, 2 Defensive Player of the Year awards. Wow. He got two of them. Man. A Hall of Fame uh, of course, he went to the Super Bowl four times with Buffalo. Got two hundred sacks. Yeah. Two hundred sacks. That is crazy. He was a monster. Like I, to me, since I've been watching football, the two best defensive ends, Reggie White and Bruce Smith, uh-huh. are those guys. Power. I mean, they would bull rush you. They would throw you around. They could get around they you. Could spin, spin. And I remember Bruce Smith because I remember he had a commercial. He had he had his own shoes for Nike, and I'm, I'm a big. Uh, a sneaker head. I love shoes. Uh, and I remember the commercial. It had a ref talking about, these are Bruce Smith's shoes. He does nasty things in his <laughs> shoes. And, yeah. That's good. And you, they show highlights of him throwing quarterbacks around and this and that. Uh, and I remember to this day that commercial about Bruce Smith because uh, these are Bruce Smith's shoes and the stuff that he would do in those shoes. And he, like I said, he was a bad man. Yeah, absolutely. Bruce Smith. <clears throat> Uh, great player to watch back in the day. Uh, so, who did you get for your number one? And that's it, Bruce Smith. Yeah, no doubt. For your number two. No doubt. So, I went with uh, Richard Seymour from New England, uh, three All Pro, seven Pro Bowls, uh, three time Super Bowl champ, 57.5 sacks. Boy, that's a lot less than 200. Yes. Um, so, anyway. That's... And, and the thing about him, he's more of a 3-4 defensive end right. than a 4-3 defensive end. So you end. might put him at linebacker. You could put him, or you put him at defensive end. Defense, he's more of a, he's, he's kind of a tweener between a tackle, tackle and a defensive end, right? Okay. Because you think about uh, the Patriots would have their four linebacker set, right? And so those guys would be the ones rushing. But for his position, that's still a lot of sacks, and he, right? A lot of sacks. I went with a traditional defensive end for my number two, I went with Jason Taylor. Uh-huh, Miami. Uh, Miami Dolphins, 139 sacks, and he was speed, right? He was a, a tall, lanky defensive end. Speed. He was a speed rusher. Six Pro Bowls, three All-Pros. He also had a Defensive Player of the Year award, and he is in the Hall of Fame. 18.5 yep. sacks in 2002. Yeah, that's, that's... Like that. And to me, that's another, to me, if you are a pass rusher, the key number to get to is 10 sacks. I and feel he like almost doubled Yeah, if you can get to 10 sacks, it's a good year. 18, tremendous, uh, right? Tremendous. Yeah, tremendous. Tremendous. Uh, let's, now let's go with defensive. Who did you get for your number two? Uh, yeah, I, that, um, so I had Bruce oh, Smith yeah. and Richard Seymour. Yeah. And your defensive tackle. Uh, so I'll go ahead and, and shoot out Mark Gastineau from the New York Jets. So I remember watching him, and, and this was a time when uh, – there weren't a lot of showboating yet. Like yeah, yeah. Billy White Shoes Johnson yep. did one of the first end zone touchdown dances yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. I ever remember. Yeah. And I remember my family going, what is he doing with those White Shoes <laughs> dancers? You just hand the, f- I remember yeah. my coach go, you just hand the ball to the ref and get back down. Yeah. Well, Mark Gastineau would do a sack and he would do a celebration yeah, after I, it. And then now, of course, it's every day. Right. It's, every, yeah, yeah. it's every play, yeah. <laughs> but his stats, four all pro, five pro bowls. Um, two-time NFL sack leader uh, during his time with the Jets. So I, I remember his name, and I knew I was when I was doing the research. I go, I'm, I'm missing somebody, and I know it was him, but I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I went with uh, Joe Klecko. Yeah, I have uh, he has 
just entered the Hall of Fame, so he will actually get his gold jacket. Good for him. Um, in a couple of weeks when they have the NFL Hall of Fame game. Uh, four Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, Hall of Famer, and 78 sacks. Oh, uh, Joe Flacco, and, and he could, and they moved him up and down too. He could play anywhere. And nose guard. Yeah, no, nose mean, guard, defensive tackle. Or you know, in a two-point stance. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a versatile player. Joe Klecko, like I said, he just entered the Hall of Fame, so he'll have his ceremony uh, in a couple of weeks. So He's con- my two. Congrats to him. My number two, I went <coughs> with a big run stopper, part of the New England Patriot dynasty. I went with Vince Wilfork. Okay. Um, like I said, they ran that 3-4 defense, and right in the middle was Vince Wilfork. Five Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, two Super Bowls. He was just a big run stopper. Guy in the middle, you couldn't move him. Yeah, and, and uh, his job is to take two people take two, to block. Yeah, him. and so the linebackers could run free and make yeah, make the make plays. Those tackles, yeah. yeah, so I went with Vince Wilfork as my defensive tackle. And now we are at linebackers. Who'd you get number one? Uh, this is tough, I, uh, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and go with Andre Tippett uh, from New England, two All Pros, five Super Bowls, a hundred sacks. Okay. I went with Andre Tippett as my third linebacker. Okay. Uh, Andre Tippett, five Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, and Hall of Fame, right? Hall of Fame career. Right. He played uh, in the 80s for the New England Patriots. 100 sacks. And I remember one of the books I had growing up. Like I said, I've always, something about linebackers has always called my name. And I had a book about linebackers. Uh, and, of course, on the cover is Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And Andre Tippett was in that book, and I remember he wore 56 for the Patriots. And I remember reading about him as one of the top linebackers in the NFL, Andre Tippett. Uh, my number one, and you're going to have to help me with his name. Nick Bonacotti? Yes. <laughs> I went with Nick. Say it again. Bonacotti. Bo- Bonacotti. Uh-huh. Uh, played for the Patriots and the Dolphins. Yes. Eight Pro Bowls, five All-Pros. He won two Super Bowls with the Dolphins. He was part of that legendary 72 Dolphins. And he is in the Hall of Fame. 32 interceptions for a linebacker. For, that's, yes, that's a lot. For that's a, a lot of That's more than some corners or safeties. Yeah, I know. And he's yeah. a lot of And he's a linebacker. Yeah. How do you do that's that, impressive. Man? That's impressive. That's <laughs> impressive. Uh, so I, I'm going to go ahead and throw Zach Thomas's name out there. Being a tech guy from out here in West Texas, uh, played for Miami, five All-Pro, seven Pro Bowl, 1,734 tackles, seventeen interceptions, four TDs off of interceptions, sixteen forced fumbles, Ooh. and he wasn't a huge guy. No, he was not big. He no. was a sideline to sideline kind of chase you down yep. guy. Uh, I went with Zach Thomas as my middle linebacker. Oh, yes, and he's another guy that. Has just entered the Hall of Fame, so he'll have a ceremony whenever we do the Hall of Fame game. Coming up uh, from Texas Tech, right? Uh, he's actually uh, went to school at Pampa, Texas. Right, yeah. Not too far from where we are at. Uh, great, great player. He played one season for Dallas. His last season was with Dallas. Well, see, he came to the light. Yeah, he came to the light <laughs> at the end. Uh, and he was drafted by Jimmy Johnson. Oh. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was the coach. Uh, for the Dolphins, uh, right after he left Dallas, he was out for a little bit. Wins the Super Bowl yeah. at Dallas and, and didn't renew his contract to bring in Barry Switzer, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's another good debate. That's another, yeah, that's another. <laughs> well, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, with, with Jimmy's team. <laughs> yeah. with, with Jimmy's, Jimmy's team. team, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach Thomas, I got him middle linebacker. Uh, well-deserved Hall of Fame. Great player. Uh, like I said, not a big linebacker, but he could make tackles. Oh, yeah. And he was part, uh, when he was there, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, uh, Miami Dolphins had the number one defense with Jimmy 
you know, Jimmy was a great was defensive his mind. That yep. was his thing. Yep. All right, now we'll go with secondary. Uh, my first corner, I went with Mike Haynes. Yes. Uh, played for New England and paid for the Raiders. Nine Pro Bowls, two All-Pros. He won one Super Bowl with the Raiders. Hall of Fame, 46 interceptions. Yep, five TDs off those interceptions. Great, great corner. I agree. I have him down too, so yeah, we no. agree. We okay, agree we on agree that, on so. number one. So who's your number two? My number two, I'm going to go with uh, Daryl Reeves. Reeves, Reeves, I mean, yep. from the New York Jets. Four All-Pro, seven Pro Bowls, 29 interceptions. <laughs> but Ty Law is a name of the person could throw out there. Yes, I almost went. I was debating between Ty Law and Daryl Reeves as well. And I was looking. Do you see the difference in interceptions? 53 interceptions for Ty Law. Yeah. 53 interceptions for Ty Law, 29 interceptions for Darrell Rivas. But it's the same thing like a lot of people did not want to throw to Rivas, right? Uh, Rivas Island came, became a thing where he would just cover your best receiver and you wouldn't hear from him, right? You'd have to find him on a milk carton somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, Darrell Rivas was a great shutdown corner. Um, I don't think he was Deion Sanders level, uh, but he's right under it. Ty Law, though, did have the two Super Bowl yes, rings. Yes, two Super Bowls. It's just seven Pro Bowls, four All-Pros, one Super Bowl. I had to go with Darrell Rivas as well. That's I went, what I, I went with Darrell Rivas. Uh, those are my two corners. Who did you get for your first safety? Oh, um, these are kind of tough too, but I'm going to go with uh, Jake Scott from Miami. He was a Super Bowl MVP, two All-Pros, five Pro Bowls, 49 interceptions. Yep. I went with Jake Scott as well. Okay. Another book that I had grown up uh, was about Super Bowls, right? Uh, and so you'd have Super Bowl one, and it would have a title. And for the 72 Dolphins one, uh, the title was Great Scott. Oh, wow. They because, gave him tons of the credit. Because of the, uh, right, he got uh, Super Bowl MVP, right? Uh -huh. Super Bowl MVP. Uh, think about Great Scott. You think of the guy from Back to the Future, right? right? But he was a good player, right? And he made such a big impact on that. So I remember that to this day. That, that Super Bowl, the title was Great Scott, showing how much he uh, gave to the uh, Dolphins, right? Part of the Dolphins, legendary Dolphins 70s team. And I also got him as my number one safety, my number two safety. I went with another Patriot, Lawyer Malloy. Uh -oh. Four Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, one Super Bowl, and 25 interceptions, part of the New England Patriot dynasty. Right. I, and I have Rodney Harrison, another New England Patriot. Uh, two Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, two Super Bowl wins, 34 career interceptions. I mean, it's kind of, you know, Belichick seems to do that. You, yeah. you try and think of a defensive standout, and it's the team. It's, right. It's a team. You think about they had a lot of good linebackers, too, but no one that really, like, stood out compared to every, Teddy Bruschi, Vrabel. They got the yeah. guy. Who's the quarterback? Uh, yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of good ones, but no one that's just... No one that you... It, it just shows his scheme. They play together. That's which, it. And, and that's the thing as a team. You want your team to play together, know your role in the yep. defense, yep. so you, the other guy behind you can do his job. And I will say this about New England. Uh, they may not be what they have been in the past, you know, but his teams are well coached. And they I always... They make you beat them. Yeah, and I always remember, like, they sometimes drive me nuts with Dallas. And after we've gotten better with this, but I remember, like, sometimes when they're trying to run the ball on the outside of us, nobody sets that edge. Yeah. And it drives me nuts when I see, <laughs> I'm saying, set the edge. Yeah, you need a corner to yeah, move yeah, up or something. Yeah, and New England, you always have that defensive end setting that edge, right? This right. is my job. 
I'm sitting my edge, right? The play, right. You're yeah. trying to turn the running back in yeah, where all your help is clean. Right, where all your help is at. You don't want them getting on the outside of you. Uh, and I feel that his teams are always well coached. Of course, he comes from the Bill Parcells tree. Bill Parcells was another great person. Uh, defensive mind, do your job, right? I'm gonna say his his teams will not be very flashy and not putting up 40, 50 points, but they're running the ball, playing defense, keeping your offense off the field. Uh, won two Super Bowls like that. He did. Bill Parcells, great coach. And so that is the AFC East, the all-time AFC East team. Uh, next week, I will be going over the AFC South team. So next week, I will be talking about the Tennessee Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, the Colts, Baltimore slash Indianapolis Colts. Yes. And I have to throw the Oilers in there too, right? Because they were there in a while. They were there for a while. And of course, Tennessee Titans, uh, the Houston Oilers were there and they picked up and loaded everything up, moved to Tennessee and became the Titans. The Tennessee Titans will be wearing Houston Oiler uniforms. I love those uniforms. I love, yes. Come That's on, a, it's player. another very nice uniform. <laughs> yes. the, the blue, the oh, white, yes. A little red pin yes, step in there. The red. Gorgeous. The yes. Derek on the, the side. Derek, the Derek, oil Derek. And I always tell my kids, you know, uh, I show them the oil Derek. You know, Houston, we talk about how Houston is the center of oil for Texas. Right. And I let them know, guys, what is the old Houston team? And some of them will know, some of them will not know. <laughs> Houston Oilers, yeah. and I show them that oil dirt, right? This uh-huh. is the symbol, right? A lot of football teams have a historical meaning to them. The 49ers, right, right uh, is another one uh, that I bring. And I, anywhere I can, I bring football into my classroom. Right. I bring it in so they know where the names come. 49ers. Uh, yeah, for the audience, you're a history teacher. I am a history teacher. I teach 7th, 8th. I've taught. So I don't know what I'm teaching yet. I'll find out next week. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just what? What? A couple of weeks till school yes, starts. Yes. You're gonna find uh, but, out. but I've taught sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Of course, here in Texas, seventh grade is Texas history, and eighth grade is uh, the first half of U.S. history, all the way up to Reconstruction, uh-huh. to Reconstruction. Uh, but anywhere I can, I'm throwing football in there. I'm yeah. throwing. I'm throwing uh, I bring up the Yankees too whenever we start talking about the Civil War, right? Uh, so they know where that name comes from. So they say history is relevant, at yep. least in some degree. Yep. Right? In, sport, in sports, in sports is relevant, right? In sports, yep. uh, so I do that. Uh, so we're talking about those teams, like I said, the Oilers. Uh, we'll talk about Warren Moon, right? Uh, uh, Warren Moon. Some of those uh, Earl Campbell, right? Oh gosh, Earl Campbell, yes. Oh. yes. And, and his career at UT at Texas yes. is, is phenomenal. Earl Campbell would be great. They ran that poor guy to death. I mean, yeah. wasn't he getting the ball even like 40 times he, a game yeah, running, at Houston? Yeah, they were running. Uh, Bob Phillips. Yeah, Bob Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> so Warren Moon, that's another person that some people have talked about. Was he the greatest player did not get that did not get a Super Bowl? Right? Uh, he was great. A player who's to me still the symbol of the Houston Oilers. Right, right. So, that's who you think of. That's, what, that's who I think of. Now he also played Canadian football. He did. Was I'm not. I'm not. I couldn't say for sure yeah, either. Yeah. But I wonder if he was won. It the Eskimos. Edmonton. That yeah. was the one that I thought of. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean yeah. mean much. But uh, I wonder if he won a Canadian football. That's, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, but we'll be talking about, like I said, the, the Colts. Of course, we'll talk about Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, we will be talking about Edron James. Oh, yes. Marvin Harrison. Uh, Edron James, another player, great player from the U. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Your favorite college My team. My favorite team, Marvin Harrison. Uh, so we'll talk about the, the AFC South uh, next week, the all-time AFC South. 
Well, Warren Moon is a member of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. He did play for the Edmonton Eskimos. um, And he played there six years. He led the team to victory in nine of ten postseason games. Now, that doesn't say championships, but in playoff games. Yeah. He's a very good player. And I think about the run and shoot. You think about Warren Warren Moon, right? The run and shoot offense that was very popular in the early 90s. Detroit had it as well, the run and shoot. And, you know, that Canadian football, it's uh, got the 55-yard line. Did you know we had that in U.S. football till like the 19-teens and we got rid of it? Uh, they kept a lot of stuff that we had, like motion. You know, there people can run all the way up to the ball of snap. Yes. And we used to have that. Arena the, Arena did that. Yes. that they. I remember Arena that they would they would run toward the line of yeah. and then they like, what the in the world was going on here? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, that, that's offsides with us, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that's – yeah, football, you know, it, it, and it does – Change right because we talked about Philadelphia that scrum first down that they would get where they would push the quarterback. Right. They said, you know, that was big last year for Philly. NFL said, nope, you're not doing that anymore. That's that, a shame. Yeah, so they want him to do a quarterback sneak like everybody else. What did he? He squats 600 pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. he, he, he's got some power in his legs. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, so you guys uh, have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us. And like I said, uh, a week from today, we will be going over the all-time AFC South team. And then we'll finish off with the AFC North. And thank you.